I would say for me, I get bogged down in distractions and to-do lists. Um, and that's, you know, so I have a hard time, you know, when I'm working, sometimes I have a hard time turning it off and moving on. And that's what I'm trying to do more of, I guess. But, um, you know, I, my, I find social media to be a distraction, yet I feel like I need to be on it for work. And then I get, you can go down rabbit holes. Um, and also just, yeah, distraction, I think. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Art of Living Well podcast. Today is our health transformation audit episode. This is a new format that we started dropping a few months ago where we bring on our community members for 15 minutes And during this time, we guide you to identify what's holding you back from your ideal health and wellness, and we'll analyze with you so that you can walk away at the end of this 15 minutes with a tangible action step. We're really excited about these episodes, and as integrative health practitioners and holistic health coaches, we just love doing this kind of work with you. We would absolutely love to have you join us on our show, so simply click the link in our show notes or head on over to our website at theartoflivingwell.us and sign up. And we recognize that talking about your health challenges can be uncomfortable or hard to discuss, especially in this kind of setting. However, we want you to know that this is a safe space that we've created. It's completely anonymous aside from your name, which we can always change if you'd like. And trust us, if you have a challenge, many others have it too. So grab your favorite beverage, get cozy, and tune into today's latest health transformation audit. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Thrive Chiropractic. I was first introduced to Thrive Chiropractic over five years ago for kinesiology-based food sensitivity testing. I was so amazed by this non-invasive and inexpensive technique that I took my son to have testing done, which confirmed some of his food sensitivities. Both my son and I now have regular tune-ups, and even my leery husband has felt the immense benefits from receiving chiropractic care, including cupping. With over 25 years of clinical experience, the doctors at Thrive Chiropractic, located in Minnetonka, Minnesota, combine their passion for wellness with a strong expertise in effective treatment approaches. When you first come to Thrive Chiropractic, The doctors are focused on helping you feel better as soon as possible, and they recognize that one type of treatment or technique does not work for everyone. Your comprehensive exam, personal goals, and individual concerns help the doctors tailor your custom treatment plan for maximum results. Thrive Chiropractic's integrative approach offers holistic and effective healthcare with a full spectrum of complementary products and services, including acupuncture, massage, 
food sensitivity testing, CBD, and premium supplements. As a special offer, Thrive Chiropractic would like to invite listeners of our podcast to experience the gift of health with a $25 new patient visit, which includes the initial consultation, a comprehensive exam, any necessary x-rays, and first adjustments. Simply visit the website at www.thrivechiromn.com or call 952-746-5612 and reference the Arts of Living Well podcast. When you're seeking effective, non-invasive treatment approaches to support your health goals, let Thrive Chiropractic be your partner in wellness. Call or book online today. And today we are here with Marnie. So we're going to bring... Yay! So she's going to get coached because we want you guys to understand that even as health coaches, we all need help with different with different habits, with different parts of our lives and our journeys are, you know, a windy path, right? And so at different points in our lives, we get a little bit off track and and we do as well. And so Marnie, we're so excited to have you today. Um, So you're in a little bit in the the love seat, I'm going to call it, not the hot seat, the love seat. So what we like to do with these episodes is we want you to just take a minute to set a vision for yourself. So if you could look into the future, say three months or six months out, and you had your ideal life when it comes to your health and happiness, what would it look like? What would your ideal day look like? So I would say that I, I I mean, this isn't an ideal world. (laughs) I would wake up in the morning feeling well-rested and calm. Um, I would have time for myself in the morning. That would probably look like a workout, a meditation, maybe some writing, um, just some real quiet time. And I wouldn't be on my phone at all. And then, you know, once everybody else in the house wakes up and kind of gets off on their days, then I would have some real focused work time on whatever project or work thing that I have going on that day, maybe like, I don't know, four to five hours, six hours max would be my ideal, four to six hours max. Um, And then I'd kind of have the rest of the day to do whatever I want, (laughs) whether that's being outside in nature, meeting a friend, spending time with my family or my kids, going to a sporting event, but really being, um, I would say in the moment with whatever, whatever I'm doing and distraction-free and not going back to my work the rest of the day. And then having time to make a healthy meal, sit down with the family for dinner. Um, So yeah, that sounds like a lovely day to me. It sounds like a lovely day for me too. (laughs) So when you think about that, what's, what's the number one roadblock that's holding you back from getting to that place or going to the next level on your health journey? at this point in your life? I would say for me, I get bogged down in distractions and to-do lists. Um, And that's, you know, I have a hard time, you know, when I'm working, sometimes I have a hard time turning it off and moving on. And that's what I'm trying to do more of, I guess. But, um, you know, I, my, I find social media to be a distraction, yet I feel like I need to be on it for work. And then I get, you can go down rabbit holes. Um, mm-hmm. And also just, yeah, distraction, I think. And time. 
And have there been different points in your life where you've done something to help mitigate some of these distractions? Like, has anything worked in the past? Yes, absolutely. So I, you know, turn my notifications off. That helps a lot. Um, Sometimes when I'm reaching for my phone, I, I, you know, try and practice mindfulness and I'll say, do I really need to look at my phone right now? Or should I stay focused on what I'm doing? If I need a break from something that I'm working on, I'll try and just stand up and walk around instead of grabbing for the phone. So there definitely are things. I just, for me, it's more of like an awareness. Like I have to be in the moment and really aware of what's going on to break the habit. And I know, I mean, obviously we've talked, you have a lot of habits that you do every day. So what do you think is different from those habits that you do without question? You know, like maybe it's your morning smoothie or your workout. And what's different about trying to create a habit around social media and not being distracted versus those habits that you, you do routinely? I honestly, I think some of it is like a little bit of an addiction. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like, you know, working out for me, I do probably seven days a week in some capacity, even if it's taking a walk and it's more of a gentle kind of thing. Like that is a habit that I don't have an issue with a lot. A lot of other people struggle with that for me. Like I get up, I do it. I, it's part of my day. It's ingrained in me. Like Stephanie mentioned the smoothie, like there's lots of healthy things that I just do automatically for some reason. Um, pulling away from the phone has been a little trickier and I have to be very aware of it. Well, I, you're not alone, Marnie. This is a big issue for a lot of people. And I think a lot of our listeners right now are like, yeah, that's me. Like they can relate to what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So if there's one thing that you could do starting today, you know, after, after this interview to help just create some boundaries around the phone and the distractions. What's one thing that you could do? I think for me, like what I would really like, and it's not like, I just want to clarify. It's not like I'm spending hours on my phone because <laughs> I actually don't, but um, I, I want to be on my phone even less than I am. So I think for me during my work time, like in that four or six hour block of time that I want to be dedicating to my work hours, I would love to, you know, maybe check my phone once at the beginning and once at the end and not, not at all in that whole block of time. And that would feel really good. Good. And how does that feel? Like, does that feel doable? Realistic? Yeah. As long as my kids aren't texting me, it feels, or calling me, it feels doable. (laughs) Because sometimes that happens to me where I'll get an interruption or my mom or someone, and then I'm like already on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tricky, you know, and maybe it's setting boundaries about do they need me in that moment immediately? Exactly. Yeah. Um, So is there anything else, any other areas of your health and wellness that you're looking to improve or something that you've noticed about? where you are right now. Yeah. So one of the things I've been thinking a lot about in the last few weeks, I've, I've really upped my strength training quite a bit, um, in the last few months Mm -hmm. and I've kind of taken it to a new level for myself, which I'm really proud of, but I've noticed that I've been starving when I'm doing all this strength training. And I really think that I'm not eating enough protein 
And, you know, as someone who doesn't eat red meat, I don't eat pork, I do eat chicken, I do eat fish, but not a ton of it. Um, I, you know, I know about the the hemp seed or the hemp hearts and obviously beans and whatever, but like, I just don't think my body's getting enough protein on a day-to-day basis. And that's something that I would really like to improve. So you've really been listening to your body, Marnie, and really recognizing these signs that you're not getting enough protein and that you're hungry on the days that you're strength training. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. So first, kudos for listening to your body and recognizing it. So what um, what types of protein do you like that do you enjoy? Well, I think that that's one of the eating? problems is that I don't, <laughs> that I don't love. I, I mean, I'll eat chicken because I know I need it, but I don't love it. Um, okay. I eat tofu, but I don't want to eat tofu every day. I, you know, use those hemp hearts pretty much every day, but I, that's just not enough. Um, and I'm trying to think if I, you know, sometimes at dinner, I'll have beans in my food, but that's about it. So what if you think in my smoothie, I have protein too. Okay. So if you think back to even just like a couple years ago or at different points in your life, what types of protein did you used to eat that maybe you're not eating now? Is there, are there other foods that you've enjoyed? Or if you go out to dinner or out to a restaurant and someone else is preparing the food? I mean, in all honesty, if I could be completely plant-based, I probably would. Like okay. I don't, I, I, I eat eggs. Um, I really okay. like, I really like eggs actually, but um, you know, on, upon food, food sensitivity testing, my body doesn't like eggs too much. So I used to eat a lot more eggs. And I think that helped a lot with the protein issue. And now I probably eat a couple eggs once or twice a week. And um, yeah. So you mentioned beans Uh as being, you know, which, you know, beans and lentils are a good source of protein too. What about eating, like, what if you ate more beans or do you feel like you're getting enough of the sources that you enjoy? Or is there a way to incorporate some of those sources? Like you mentioned chicken and eggs and fish, like seafood Uh on a more regular basis. Yeah. It gets tricky because it's like, I don't want to eat too much seafood because of the mercury. And I don't want to eat too many eggs because of my food sensitivity. And so... I need to, you know, maybe what I need to do is like make a schedule for myself, which sounds so crazy, but maybe I need to like plan out my protein better so that I know I'm getting enough on the days that I need, my body needs it. And so how many days are you like doing the the intense strength training that you mentioned? Mm, Three to four days a week. Okay. So that's quite a bit. Yeah. And maybe it's on those days, you know, and you don't, and you can eat more plant-based on the days that you're not doing the strength training or when your body, when you're listening to your body and you recognize that you're not as hungry. And then on those days that you are strength training, focus on eating more of the foods that you already enjoy and that you like. Yeah, I think that's a great I don't know. idea. And I don't know how you feel about experimenting with different types of protein. 
you know, that's I'm always. Open. If you have any suggestions, I know that you have been experimenting with different things that I see on your stories and I don't know what they are, but I'm very open to them. You know, and it's, 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 everyone's body is different and not everyone can wants to eat more dairy or even if it's very high quality or, you know, like you said, you're not eating pork and beef. Um, I, I think, you know, something to consider would just be having like leftovers from your dinner that have more protein in it for lunch so that you're eating, maybe you're eating, you know, more chicken for lunch more than you have before on those days that you have, um, because there is a difference between all forms of protein are not equal, right? Um, and the complete protein that you need with those amino acids to build the muscles, you know, so maybe it's mm-hmm. just, like you said, planning, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And I know it sounds silly, but we've talked to, you know, you and I both talked to clients about meal planning, and this is just planning your lunches and your breakfasts, maybe. And it's even taking it a step further, really, because I do meal plan, but I don't really think about, okay, on this day, I'm strength training. So I should, you know, have this dinner coordinate with this. So yeah, it's taking it to a new level of planning. It is, it is. And you mentioned your smoothie. Um, and you know, I don't know how much protein, you know, if you use the equilibrium, which we, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about, um, you could add additional protein to the smoothie though, in addition to just that, so that it would be a little higher. Yeah, actually last week, I just remembered I did this and I forgot to do it again. I added chia seeds to the mm-hmm. smoothie. Um, I can't remember how much protein they have in it. That might be more of a healthy fat. But I do remember that I kept, like I wasn't as hungry when I did that. Yeah, that's great. So maybe it's a couple little add-ons like the chia seeds or, you know, nut butters can have five or six grams of protein per serving mm-hmm. uh, and, and healthy fat as well. So that maybe it's doing a little science experiment, Marnie. Yeah, I think so. And if you have any ideas on, you know, other add-ons that you like. Well, there's other plant-based proteins out there. Um, You can always add to a smoothie. I think the nut butter and the chia seeds, although more healthy fat, can be an easy one. Mm -hmm. And then just maybe experimenting with other pea protein, you know, other vegan protein sources. Cause I know you want to stay away from the whey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great. And I, you know, I think just like you said, planning out, maybe being a little bit more detailed about your meal planning for a period of time until you get into a cadence. And then like anything else, it'll just be, oh yeah, I have some extra chicken or shrimp from last night's dinner and I'm going to throw it on my salad today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are great ideas. How does that sound? Sounds like I will have a plan. (laughs) Great, great. So um, to recap, I guess, what, what what did you just decide today that you want to implement? And, you know. So I am going to only check my phone at the beginning of a work session and at the end of a work session. And I'm going to really, really like, Put, maybe I'll even turn it off <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then nobody can get to me. Um, and I'm going to see how that feels. Good. And if I have to add something in the middle, because for whatever reason I will, but I, not because I need to check social media, but for 
family reasons and hoping I don't need to. Um, so I'd like to implement that. And then I would like to do a little protein investigation and planning. I think that sounds great. So I'm going to follow up with you in the next 24 hours to see how that's going. Sounds good. Uh, to help keep you accountable. Um, and, you know, speaking of accountability and community, which I think is a big part of us bringing people on to this episode, you know, this episode format, the health transformation audit. Like we said, we'd love for you, our listeners, to sign up for a health transformation audit to help guide you on your journey to discover your art of living well. And we're really excited because we've created a special um, health transformation roadmap VIP day for our listeners. And we're going to launch the first one coming up in August. It's Thursday, August 4th. And it'll be from 12 to 3 p.m. Central Time. And this is going to be a select group where you're going to have protected time to sit down and create your very own roadmap and a customized plan so that you can feel like you are calm and have a clear picture of the path to take to reach your most pressing health and wellness goals. And we know from working with our clients that time is often the barrier. And we're going to help you by creating this community and you're going to block off your calendar for three hours. Yes, there'll be, you know, short, short break and be in the middle. And we're going to guide you and we're going to work together in a very small niche group and you'll get live coaching and you're going to learn from other participants. And then there'll be, you know, some educational aspects to this as well. So we would love to have you join us. You can click the link in our show notes or sign up on our website. Thanks, Stephanie. Oh, you're welcome. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.